Wings of Faith. I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Trapper, and I invite you to join me as we go through powerful life lessons from Shah Habitachim based on the Shiorim of Rav Usher Zelig Rubenstein, Zafir Tzalek Levracha. Essay 18, Earthly Efforts, Shah Habitachim Introduction, Chobos Alvobos. The means does not make an iota of a difference. As long as one does his minimal hishtalus, Hashem's ability to provide for him and his family is unlimited. Rav Usher. Question, according to this, why does one not just take the simplest job? Answer. Firstly, as Chobos Halvovos himself explains, each person has a natural liking and interest in a specific field. You should enjoy what you do and gain fulfillment from it. Secondly, the point here is that one is not required to take on a complex, overly taxing job in order to be supported by Hashem. The challenge is that we live in Alma de Shikra, a world where that which meets the eye is deceiving. Hashem allows for free will. People look around and think that the harder you work, the more money you make. This is just not true. It is a challenge for us not to think, My toil brings my success. Devarim 8.17 Many people wrongly believe that only certain professions bring sustenance, and that only if they push themselves to work extra hard and extra long hours will they have money. Imagine a Jew in the Midbar who collected his daily money. He gathered a truckload and came home. He says to his wife, Look how much I gathered. We're rich. Suddenly, when he opens the truck, there are only exactly enough portions for himself, his wife, and his family. We cannot take more than Hashem allows us to, not in the time of the Midbar and not in our present time. Hashem still runs the world in the exact same way. That is a lesson of the Mun, which we've mentioned so many times. Mishnah Brewer, Arachayim 1, says, We read Parshas HaMun each day to remind us that Ein uma. Increasing one's efforts to make money does not change one bit how much one brings home. Fleeting money. So many people have thought that they were making money and saving it, when suddenly, due to some issue, they lost their money. This has happened due to medical issues, Rahman al-Islan, lawsuits, loss of jobs, being a victim of fraud, and so many other ways. Hashem made a world where man can gather as much money as he likes, but he cannot get any more use out of it than what Hashem decrees. Say that on Rosh Hashanah it was decreed that someone would have $50,000 that year. He worked hard and seemed to earn $150,000. He rejoiced that he beat the system, feeling that his hard work is all that brought him the money and not Hashem. Then his friend approached him and encouraged him to put money into the most promising investment, an oil company offshore Puerto Rico that was about to dig and make millions. He excitedly put in $100,000. They discovered that it was only a mackerel and tuna oil, and he lost all his money. You could put more money into the bank, but you cannot use more than Hashem has decreed for you. How many people do we know who lost money due to a natural disaster, emergency surgery, or other unfortunate situations? You can't beat Hashem's system. Our only hope is to go with innocence with bitachon that Hashem will give us exactly what we need. Editor's note. See Matnas Chalko, Shar Habitachon, page 19, for a similar idea, especially in the context of Osher Shomer Labal of the Ra'aso, wealth that leads to one's undoing, mentioned by Chobos Abbas above. A wealthy English businessman gave a yearly donation to the gates of Yeshiva. Every year the Rosh Yeshiva would visit him and encourage him to keep Shabbos and mitzvahs, to no avail. Rabbi, you don't understand. There is... Just no way that I could keep Shabbos. The majority of my business takes place on Saturday. This conversation remained a stalemate for years. One day, the wife of this businessman frantically showed up at the yeshiva, begging to speak with Rosh Yeshiva. My husband is deathly ill in the hospital and asked that you please pray for his life. The yeshiva said fervent prayers for the man, and he had a miraculous but expensive recovery. The Rosh Yeshiva went to visit him soon afterwards and hoped that the man would finally repent. The Rosh Yeshiva knew that he probably would not even have to say to him, you realize that had you not worked on Shabbos and earned that money, you would not have had to get sick and throw out all of your money on doctor's bills. Instead, the man opened the conversation with, Rabbi, 
you now see that I was correct all along. Imagine had I not worked on Shabbos. How could I have ever afforded these doctor bills? Yesharim Darke Hashem, Tzadikim Yelchubam, Ufoshim Yichashlubam. End of editor's note. Ravasher. My father was a hard-working butcher. He worked hard, to be honest, and to support his family. Many people came to learn the trade from him and went on to open two, even three shops successfully. At a time when people's businesses were expanding, my mother asked my father why he didn't want to work more and open more stores. My father was a Sameach B'chalko. He was satisfied with his lot, and he replied, Baruch Hashem, we have what to eat, and all of our needs are taken care of by Hashem. We are more happy and content than those who work all day and have unlimited needs. What a powerful lesson he instilled in us. Hishtalas. Hashem knows how to run the world. He does a very good job. I know of people who did their Hishtalas, and they didn't seem to make ends meet. Yet amazing things happened from Hashem to support them. They won the lottery, got hired for a random job, someone paid them back, forgotten loan, or a great aunt whom they never heard of left them a Yerusha, inheritance. We must recognize that it is all in Hashem's hands, and that if we increase our efforts, we are not going to take home a penny more that is meant for us. We have explained that any effort above minimal Hishalas is a waste of time. I encourage each person to consider these words wisely and to seek advice from their Rebbe that is tailored to their exact situation and level of bitachon. The Chavetz Chaim owned a store, which his wife ran for a short period of time. He instructed her that when they made the exact money needed to support them for that day, the store should be closed. This is a perspective that we must all have. I'm not saying that we have the current ability to live this way. However, we should know that this Sadik lived his life according to this bitachon. He was on a high level, enough to live that way daily. Our level to strive for is to eliminate extra hishalas for the sake of becoming rich at the expense of our learning and family time. Editor's note. See Rav Victor Miller's commentary on Shara Bitachon. He quotes the famous Gemara, Sota 48b, that states that one who has what to eat today and asks what he will eat tomorrow is considered lacking in his amuna. He explains that many people misunderstand this Gemara and that which is written in Shara Bitachon, underscoring the importance of having a Rebbe and learning from him. The Gemara is explaining the perspective that one must have. He should strive to believe in Hashem to such a level that he knows that Hashem will feed him tomorrow without ever having to question Hashem's ability. However, on a practical level, for most people, it is considered normal hishtalas for one to hold on to extra money earned one day, and one should plan and think ahead about the future. End of editor's note. Rav Asher. I heard from my Rebbe, Rav Shmuel Birnbaum, that's all, 1920 through 2008, an amazing point. People ask Shilohs about shiurim, proper Torah measurements, all the time. Is my esrog the correct size? How much meister must I give? I have a sick person in my house who needs to eat on Yom Kippur. Is this cup too large? There's a shear for everything. There's also a concept of hitter mitzvah, to add one-third to enhance the mitzvah you are performing. People ask me all the time, did I eat enough matzah? Was I yotze? Did I fulfill the obligation? There is one matter in the entire life of a Jew in which if one adds an iota more than necessary, it is a total waste, and that is in the department of hishtadlis. The moment you have fulfilled your hishtadlis requirement, any additional investment of time, effort, or energy is a total waste. Nobody likes to waste valuable time. You would think that people would ask more Shilohs about reaching their Hishtalas limit, but in fact, it is one of the most infrequently asked questions that I hear. Thank you for joining me in that excerpt from Wings of Faith, a full elucidation of Shara B'Tachon, spiced with powerful lessons and stories that bring B'Tachon to life, based on the Shurim of Rav Asher Zeli Rubenstein Zatzal. Learn more and purchase at laveeras.com.